Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. Whether you're buying a gift for your sugar baby or just for yourself, you can get 50% off at adamandeve.com when you enter the code CANDY at checkout. And that's not all. Adam and Eve will include 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item all partners can enjoy. Plus, you'll receive six free spicy movies. But the best part is the free shipping. You can get all of this at adamandeve.com using code CANDY at checkout. That's C-A-N-D-Y. So Shelby, what are you getting me? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your co-host, Emily. And today we have a special guest who responded to our uh, Craigslist ad that we put out a couple weeks ago, which has been really a great idea. So glad we did that. I love Craigslist. I do too. I constantly browse Craigslist. Not like personal sections, but misconnections is definitely my favorite one. Anyways. <laughs> um, so Zero, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name's Zero. I... Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a sex worker. You're also transitioning right now, correct? Mm-hmm. So first of all, tell us about the kind of sex work that you do. I haven't done it in a minute, but I was a stand-in dom or uh, I use a phrase I don't really like very much, bull, uh, in cuckold scenes with um, dom friends of mine. So that is so cool. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into a little bit of detail about that? Yeah. So it was basically the scene would be some a guy would go in and they would ask the doms. Most of them presented as femme. So they would go in and they would ask, oh, I want you to kind of have a man come in and just rail me and like degrade me. Same. And, <laughs> and so that's where I came in, is uh, I was the uh, ostensibly the, the man who would come in and, uh, yeah, just whatever. whatever. It, it's, it's a weird kind of subbing because they know exactly what they want, and I'm theoretically supposed to be taking them. But uh, it's, I mean, I'm, in, I'm pretty much just doing what they've asked for me to do. And how did you get involved with that? It's kind of a, a long, weird thing where my first year of college, I d- I decided to to widen my b- boundaries, and I got a FetLife profile, which is the worst website ever. <laughs> One of my friends is a frequent user. Oh, it's he's also kind of the worst. It's a it's a mire. It's just this terribly. I this is I. Y'all could use this if you want, but I mean, FetLife might get mad at you. It's a terribly designed website. Bad UI UX. That, yeah, it's just like really, it's really sketchy. It's all laid out in like black and grayscale, so it feels like this kind of dark web prison. I think a lot of people imagine the dark web as exactly that. Yeah, it it's it, it's very weird feeling, and you just kind of have to like browse people. But I somehow found, wound up on the page of this local dom, and I was looking at their photo. Yeah, I was looking at their photos, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And they were like, oh, I'm making, I'm, I'm working on some art stuff. I'm making, like, a, trying to make a mobile dungeon. And so I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And so I messaged them, kind of not really expecting a response, but I got one. And then we kind of, we hit it off and started, you know, we'd hang out, just not in, like, a Dom subway, just kind of in a creative way. 
and I would do some like house cleaning and stuff for them in in a subway. And then one day they hit me up and they were like, oh, how would you like to make a little bit of money? And I actually had no reservations about it. I was very down. And then it just kind of started started happening. That's interesting. I was going to ask because a lot of the guests that we have on here, they don't there's usually like a moment where they're like, am I going to do sex work or not? And usually it's not that clear for them where they're like, ah, yeah, I'll just do it. So <laughs> is there, do you feel like there's a particular reason, like maybe it's just your personality or like you just felt like you had nothing to lose or I don't know? I guess I, yeah, I felt like I had nothing to lose because there had, there were, I think about this a lot, <laughs> I think about this more than I should, is there was a time a few years before I started doing that work where Another local dom, because I kind of started becoming a stunt sub because of my connection to the first friend that I made. And But a local dom asked me, oh, do you want to, like, shoot clips with me? And you be the sub and I'd be the dom. And that time I was like, I can't do that. That's, like, a bridge too far. And that's, I, I don't know, that just kind of... I was very, like, comfortable with, like, my kinks and, and that and all that by then. But I wasn't comfortable with, like, the going out and trying to, you know, being, like, that open with it. Right. And so maybe it was, like, regret from the first time or just the fact that I needed money. Also, th- that it's fun. I mean, it was it was obviously going to be a fun thing to do when I heard what the plan was. Yeah, making money is a lot of fun, especially when you get to do things that you, when you get to do the thing you love, is it even work anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Humiliating men is also a lot of fun. Oh my God. So much fun. (laughs) Did you have any like roasts that you would just go back to or any like repeats? (laughs) Well, uh, give me some inspiration for my sex life. Well, there was this, okay, there was this one. Let's see, you guys might not be able to use this because this is a little bit uh, personal, but there was this one guy who really had, like, a few things that he loved being degraded about, and what he loved being called <laughs> was one of the ones that really stuck to me. Hmm. And I I loved it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but he had, like, a, he, he had a Post-it card full of, like, insults that he liked being called, which I thought was great. He had, he had a, oh, my God, yeah. Post-it notes. Yeah, so, so like, during... <laughs> yeah, during the session, I would like it was kind of it was there on the nightstand, not the nightstand. It was there on like a shelf or something, whatever was in in the dungeon, and I would occasionally look at it to get inspiration. And uh, I love how casually you said that. Like, yeah, I was just like you know on something in the dungeon. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's not really because I yeah. There's a bunch of of surfaces in a dungeon, but I wouldn't call any of them. Most of them shelves or, like, stands or tables. I have a confession. I've never been in a dungeon. I was just about to say, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because (laughs) this, we don't have really any experience. Mostly we talk to strippers, cam girls, sugar babies, but we don't don't have a lot of experience with dungeons and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) The only dungeons I know is D&D, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I am trying to start a campaign, but I I need, need a good... DM, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> but uh, uh, it dungeon, yeah, the dungeons in Austin are pretty cool. There's a few. They're obviously like extremely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're hard to find if you're not like s- searching them out. And they all the weird thing is they all have the same smell. 
Really? Yeah. They good all, or bad or? No, it's a good smell. Which yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's certainly a good smell. It's the smell of like overly clean, because I mean, obviously, you want to keep the dungeon clean. The yeah, dungeon, like not just a disgusting, cummy mess. Yeah, episode idea. We go stand in a dungeon and just describe how it smells. <laughs> Four minute episode, just us talking about it. It's a complicated smell, <laughs> to be sure. I uh, does it smell like I don't know. I kind of imagine like latex almost. Yeah, there's definitely so like it, a like some kind of like new toy smell. Yeah, it smells. It smells like a lot of like latex and like latex cleaner because you got like I mean you have like. Suits and hoods, like latex outfits, and then you, all of the toys, all of the dildos and plugs and stuff are like latex or metal. Do they like hang them on the wall? Okay, let me tell you what I'm imagining. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong or I could be spot on. So, <laughs> concrete walls uh, or like something painted like a dark color or bright pink. One of those. It's def- definitely the <laughs> former. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Okay, so black walls, and then, like, all the, like, toys are, like, hanging on the wall, and they're, like, intricately sorted. Like, you have, like, your whips, your paddles, like, sorted by it. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I mean, complete. that's, like, exactly what it's like. Oh, Like, a lot of, like, God. all the dildos are, like, sorted by height, and or, like, all of the, like, metal stuff is on, like... It's very cool, and a lot of the... A lot of the more, um... I don't want to say professional dungeons, because that sounds belittling, but a lot of the more... Stocked. Du- <laughs> stocked dungeons, yeah, will have, like, separate play areas. So I've been to a couple where there's, like, a section that's, like, a medical section, and they'll have diagrams on the walls, and they'll have, like, the bed with the stirrups, and they'll have, like... Uh, they'll have, like, the enema thing, and they'll have, you know, just, like, all of the... They'll have, like, an entire little medical thing with, like, a curtain and stuff. Holy and shit. Then, yeah, and then there'll be kind of, like, a dress-up area for people who like, like, sissification. It's really cool. It's, like, yeah, it's... It's like a dollhouse. It's, like, a <laughs> kinky little dollhouse. That is so cool. <laughs> I it, love that. It's great, yeah. It's, like, a, just a cool place to hang out, honestly. I also love, like, as you're recollecting... You're, you just look so excited. Yeah, like, your face lit up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I... This sounds like a weird trip. Like, I want to <laughs> go into a dungeon. So how long did you do that for? Uh, let's see. The first time... I kind of did it on and off for, I want to say, a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd done, like, other little little things, but, yeah, about a year, a year and a half is how long I actually spent as, like, and I was always, it was always, it was me, like, on call. I never did anything where it was, like, me as a standalone uh, option. So, That's interesting. So you were, like, an assistant almost? Pretty much. Like, whenever someone, because I, I did, I worked as a, as a, as a stud for, like, a few different doms in the area. And so whenever someone would come in and be like, oh, I want, like, I want a man to just fuck me, they'd be like, hey, do you want to, like, make, you want to make some money for, like, an hour, hour and a half? And, the, yeah, I mean, obviously the answer was always yes. So did you work with more male or female doms? I worked 
pretty much just with femdoms. Yeah. Or like female presenting doms. Interesting. We love a bad bitch. <laughs> Are there any stories that stand out to you? I feel like when people come on this podcast, they like see it and they think of like one specific super whack time. There's there's two that um, come back to me. Let's go. <laughs> the first one was the first time I ever really did it, which is it, I've never done it. And it's been not really weird. <laughs> like, but uh, the first time I did it, it's like me and my friend were going to go. We met up with the guy at a cafe and so, you know, obviously he's he's a pretty well-to-do guy. So he was covering everything, and I had a had my little espresso, and I had like a I don't know, like a grilled cheese sandwich or a salad or something. Um, and we're just kind of shooting the breeze. And he's asking me all these questions about like what I'm up to, and I try not to lie too much. Like I think I <laughs> I kind of faked the truth a little bit, so I sounded a little bit more like superior than I actually was. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in master's. I'm doing my master's right now. <laughs> um, but then towards the end of the meal, he just, like, silently ha- passes my friend a little blue pill. And I was like, oh, this is for this is for him. And so I just kind of, you know, I, I pop it with my espresso. And uh, don't really think anything of it. The session goes on. The session is good. It's great. And then at the end of it, he tells my friend, like, oh, so how much of that pill did did they take? Like, oh, the whole thing. Like, oh, I wouldn't recommend any more than a half for someone that size. Oh, so no. I, w- the thing about Viagra is it's, and I mean, all the jokes are like, oh, you have a boner for like hours and hours if you take too much Viagra. But it's actually, it just loosens up your blood flow kind of the way like poppers do so i like was i my vision was like tracking super hard so if i turned my head too fast like everything would kind of blur with it no (laughs) like my body felt really weird and so i was cleaning up the dungeon afterwards and i like had to stop because i was trying to sweep the floor and it was just like the most disorienting task oh my god (laughs) and then i and then i i was working at a pizza shop at the same time, so after I, after I finished that job, I went to the pizza shop where, weirdly, I made significantly less than I <laughs> did earlier that day. Classic. But every time I would, like, bump into anything with my groin, I would immediately get hard. And that was <laughs> distracting. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. I was, like, working in the kitchen where everything is, like, at waist level. So I just, like, got to, like, making Uh-oh. pizzas, like... <laughs> Hard as a diamond and trying to like not be weird around my coworkers. <laughs> I love that. That's I'm sorry. so funny. So, two things. One, this has happened multiple times. The the me overdosing on Viagra <laughs> or the the sessioning. Oh, I thought I thought so. Wait, is it has it happened several times where people like slip you Viagra? No, no, that was just the first time because everyone think. Apparently, well, this guy was like, oh, this person's going to have a hard time staying hard. Such is not the case. A little offensive. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Making assumptions. (laughs) I cannot. You really just saw this whole pill and we're like, okay. Well, no one one ever told me. I mean, I'd made that mistake 
before with other <laughs> with other pills <laughs> where Shit, it's more too, dangerous but... <laughs> to do that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'd never been told otherwise. I was always just like, okay, I mean, you know, when you take Viagra, obviously you take the whole thing. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have thought that one through a little bit more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. Wait, you said, did you say you had two stories? Yeah, the other... <laughs> The other time is significantly grosser, which is um, pretty standard. I mean, a standard situation. What How it worked, though, is because a lot of guys who I've fucked in that way are kind of weird about, like, because, you know, when you, when you go into the session and you're like, oh, I want a guy, I want to be degraded, I want a guy to fuck me, it, you're obviously, you ha- obviously have some leanings that you're kind of, not that proud of and not, you know, you're still working on, like, accepting, I don't know, maybe that's me being an asshole. But, um... (laughs) No, I like this psychoanalyst. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. But, I mean, it's it's obviously, like, a gay desire, but the... It's kind of clouded by this, like, oh, but I'm not gay, which is why this is such a bad thing. Um, And so, anyway, but part of that is... When I've done it, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't want to, like, see the person. I don't want to see the stud beforehand. I don't want the stud to talk to me. I don't want the stud to touch me except for his dick. And so I – it was kind of – and so I was in, like, a little corridor off to the side of the dungeon, and then there's the dungeon. So guy comes in. They're doing just, like, other stuff for, like, half an hour. I'm just kind of – Putzing around. I don't really remember. I was drinking a LaCroix or something. Um, Did they have LaCroix in the dungeon? They do. There's a little fridge. <laughs> back. It's very... <laughs> Bro! <laughs> Shelby, we need to find a dungeon. Help oh, us I find agree. a dungeon. Yes. Holy... Okay, continue, continue. Sorry, I just... Oh my god, there are similarities between dungeons and tech companies. Like, (laughs) of course there are. Emily, of course. Who would have known? So, but so anyway, uh, they're just doing stuff, and I don't really have any idea what they're doing. And then I get called in, and so I'm wearing like a mask so that he can't tell who I am. He's wearing a mask, I can't tell who he is. Um, So I like work his mouth for a little bit. It's. A mouth, and then um, a mouth is a mouth. <laughs> and so my friends are, oh, it's time to to get fucked in the ass, and so I'm going at it, and it's good, um, and then all of a sudden my legs feel really warm, and I'm like, oh, he came all over my legs, and so, I, my immediate thought is like, oh, that sucks, but that's not the worst thing ever. Um, and then I kind of get like a smell and I'm like, oh, what, what has happened here? And what I hadn't, what I hadn't picked up on is that he'd gotten an enema beforehand, but not all of that had gotten cleared out. Um, so I look down and he's shitting water all over my legs. Oh my God. (laughs) Are there showers in a dungeon? There are, but I can't say anything. I can't say like, oh. Because he doesn't want to hear my voice. So I have to, like, make eye contact with a mask on to my friend and be like, there's a situation I need to wash up, like, now. And we end up, like, working it out. 
was pretty gross. <laughs> Big yikes. <laughs> how how long was. did it take to like motion to the uh I don't I kind of don't remember. I think I might have blocked out how long it took. <laughs> but it, it it took a little bit. It took an uncomfortable amount of time. And Holy stuff, shit. <laughs> things like that doesn't deter you from sex work at all. Nah. Was it kind of funny? It was it was funny, yeah. Like even while it was happening, I was like, "Oh, this sucks. That's funny." But it's it's like a bet. I mean, it's a better feeling than finishing the 7th hour on the job and knowing you have like two more hours. And just being like, oh, I'm gonna go home and just fucking die, because it's not. It's 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 a. More, I've felt worse at jobs where I've actually been like contracted by someone. Yeah, I I get that. I worked at a Starbucks for a year, so yeah. So, as a queer person, do you feel like you have a different place in the sex work community that maybe a cis person doesn't have? Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe. But I, I, a lot of, the, I mean, a lot of folks I know who are doms who are, who, or who are sex workers are pretty, like, they're pretty genderqueer or they have, they're, yeah. I don't know that many cis people who do dom work. So, I mean, I guess maybe because I kind of have to, in order to play the stud, I have to kind of go against, like, who I really am. But that's fine. It's, it's like putting on a play. Right. It's acting. It, yeah, and, and you think that's fun? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> a, a man isn't paying, isn't paying me that money to, like, go into the room and just be myself for an hour. <laughs> You're not being paid to <laughs> be just, your... yeah, just do whatever, you know, just... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair so, enough. <laughs> Shit, you're so, right. I mean, and I'll like, and I'll, which it's kind of great in a way because in so much of my life, I kind of have to like ride this line of being, of both knowing who I am as like a woman and, um, but not being so out that it makes straight people feel uncomfortable at all. And so when you go in there, you kind of get to make this whole fucking (laughs) travesty (laughs) out of gender (laughs) where suddenly like this, you know, I at on on a on at my most masculine, I'm very I'm a very twerpy, twinky kind of person. And so having that kind of release to get to go in and pretend to be this big fucking frightful bulldog that's just like tearing that ass apart (laughs) is really funny yeah you said earlier that you don't like the term bull how come bull has some racial connotations towards like african americans that are pretty like sketchy where i mean yeah i i don't i should I don't want to butcher what it is, but it's kind of like, I don't remember what exactly it is, but it's, it kind of ties into the idea of, like, black men being this, like, symbol of sexual aggression, and it's, and, yeah. I feel like a lot of language in sex can be racially charged. Yeah. I feel like I read an article about cuckolding and how that was also... A racial thing, but I don't remember exactly what it said, so I cannot speak on it. Huh. I'm um, intrigued by that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like 
I don't know, a phrase started by white people for white people. No, I, I think... <laughs> That's my best guess. I Yeah, I, I, I want to say the article was talking about how it the term came about um, during slavery. But I, again, don't remember the article, so I, I cannot speak on to that. But I'm sure you can find it if you Googled it. Um, but yeah, interesting. Sorry, I'm... I was so excited about the LaCroix thing. I'm literally, like, <laughs> texting my best friend. Like, they have LaCroix in dungeons. <laughs> Good night. It is. Well, it's kind of, it's cool because a lot of dungeons are just, I mean, like, just modified living spaces. So there's just, like, usually. Most Will it of the be, places, like, living rooms? Um, or, like, because there are. There are no basements in Texas, or like there's very few basements in Texas. Well, okay, yeah, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say because dungeon does necessitate that it's underground, but it's it's I've, a lot of a lot of dungeons are like above ground, so it's just yeah, just like an old house that's like. Kind what of, do they do with the windows? Oh, uh, what the fuck do they do with the windows? Do some people leave them open? Maybe <laughs> you're like really freaky with it, but uh, not in any place I've ever. <laughs> I've ever done work. I I like just hang something over it. I for guess. some activities, you know, whatever's going on, going on in my mind, if the windows were left open, I feel like at one point, some way, somehow, the cops would show up. I don't know how. <laughs> Either they would think somebody was in danger, or somebody needs to register, or I have no idea. But I want to know. <laughs> I'm sure the windows are not the first thing you're looking at. (laughs) Do they have like somebody in who's like specifically in, I guess I don't understand how dungeons work in management terms. So does like somebody like own the dungeon? Will Uh, it be at somebody's house? I'm sorry if I'm fixating on this dungeon thing. I'm just. No, no, it's a good, cause yeah, it's, it's. Is it a it's a good. It's space? like a complete background. It, yeah, it's like definitely a very important part of like the situation. Though I have, I've done some work in my in my uh, humble abode before, but um, it's like you every time every every dungeon I've done stuff at, it's like a shared space, and that means like sessioned at or like just kind of done. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I've anytime I've like been to a dungeon, it's been like a shared space. Where, like somebody owns it. And they'll rent it out to like other doms or other sex workers to like come in and use it for a session, or just to pe- for people to like go in and do have a good time. How much? How much does it cost to rent? I'm asking for Shelby and I. <laughs> uh, I actually have no idea. Do you have any advice for anybody who's listening right now and they're like, "Oh man, I want to do that." Shelby, I feel like you'd really enjoy degrading men. Oh, absolutely. That's like a, that's a hobby of mine. <laughs> it is great. It's like, yeah, I think that's when I find men at their most attractive is groveling. Yes. Like, like, <laughs> it's very much something, yeah, it's something I've like, and I think that really, yeah, doing that, doing like dom work really helped me like suss that out because I was like, oh, I know I like, I know I like guys, but in what context? Because every time I like when think they're of like, weak. yeah, every time I think of a guy, I'm like, oh yeah, he's kind of an arrogant prick, and like, you know, this whole just. But when you see a guy just like groveling and like eating your ass, it's like, oh, this is this is how men were meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they were made it's like, for. Oh, this is that, like, it makes so much sense now. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I've never had my cock sucked as well as by, like, a grown man. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Um, but so, yeah. wait, I have a question. Have you ever seen the Netflix original series Bonding? No, I've heard about it, and I've heard I've heard some kind of here and there things about it. It's, like, pretty short and kind of wholesome, and I just would love for you to watch it and just kind of give an opinion i've i think i've heard uh, i think it's bonding that i've heard <laughs> i've heard dom's lament about as being like it's eh, not really how you do it it's not really like yeah i wanted to know like how accurate is it yeah I and mean, that's kind of that's where i got the hot pink room from yeah that's i mean i think that that's not that accurate but uh yeah, I. So wait, is this something that you still do, or? Because I think you said you started one of your stories with when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, or yeah, I last time I did it was a couple years ago, and then um, I haven't really gotten to do it in the last like year, year and a half. Because I I moved out of Austin, and into a little area where there's like no that's just completely not the scene at all. So it's kind of it's like I mean it's, I I would love to do it again, because it's a tremendous amount of fun. But it's yeah, kind of yeah. Now that you're back in Austin, is it something that you're looking at doing, or are you just trying to sort life out and then you'd go back to it? Uh, I mean, I'd love to do it again. Like at yeah, anytime. If someone hit me up. And I was like, oh, tomorrow, do you want to do this? Yeah, uh, I mean, 99 times out of 100, I'd probably say yes if I could do it. Oh, yeah, the thing, though, is that I guess this is advice I would give to someone who's trying to do it, is that at the end of the day, if you're coming in as a sub that someone, or as a dom that someone requested, that's not, like your job really like it's it's someone it's every time every time i've done it it's some a dom was the one who like organized the session who put up the ads who had to like talk to the customer it's basically their work and their job and so i mean don't i I, the advice i'd give is don't let it go to your head the idea that like oh this is your thing now and you're kind of like the you're the master of this realm because at the end of the day you're i mean you're just being hired you're basically being hired on by somebody else to do the work who's actually the mastermind yeah there's someone else who's like which is yeah that's that's a, i mean that's an angle i really enjoyed about doing it is that it is kind of as much as i am playing the sub or not the sub as much as i am playing the dom in that in the context of, like, oh, I'm dominating this man. At the end of the day, it's kind of like a sub's job because I'm coming in as a sub to, like, a dom and doing something that they've requested for me to do, but I'm just getting paid for it. And so it's kind of great. It really satisfies both sides of the Switch (laughs) agenda. That's so cool. Yeah, we've never had, like I said, we've only had, like, strippers and and uh solo porn and yeah know, so. where do where do these doms post these ads i want to reach out <laughs> there's a couple places we follow 
um, one of the dungeons on our Candy Girl Twitter. Which one? I think it's the Austin Dungeon. I think that's what it's called. It didn't have a very fancy name. Have you been in there? Yes. <laughs> Did I have LaCroix? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's asking the hard-hitting questions. This is serious journalism oh right my here. God. Do they do any dungeons have um hint water? I've never had a a, a drop of hint water, so Ugh. a hint of hint water, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I love hint water. <laughs> the fridges are pretty I every time I've gone there, the fridges have been pretty fully stocked. Amazing. Really taking care of your employees. Okay. Thanks for my own curiosity. That might be good content. Have you had or do you have any knowledge about vacuum beds? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've I've died to go in one and I almost went in one. I've but we always wanted the, to go in one. We couldn't find the materials because there's like a whole it's like a whole fucking setup. Yeah. I've seen someone go in one and it was awesome. But I've uh Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what a vacuum bed is. So basically, it's imagine like a cot that you lay down on and then there's like latex that goes above and then there's like a single hole for your mouth. Just your yeah. mouth, right? It's like your mouth and your nose. I tried I don't think there was one for eye. I don't think there's on eye holes. There's no there's no eye holes, but yeah. I didn't know if it was just mouth or like also nose, right? And then the rest of it is like latex and it's all sealed. So then the air gets sucked out, so it's like... It's like Han Solo and Carbonite. You're just, like, stuck Yeah, there. have you ever vacuum-sealed food? Yeah. It's like that, but a person. So, yeah. so the... Why? So why would you do that? Apparently, it, like, enhances... Well, first of all, submission. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're entrapped. Like, you can't... Yeah, you're just a mouth. It's awesome. Like, oh, my God, I saw... There's this one, um, like, YouTube video of this couple that... They have, like, a clear latex, and then they, like, lay flowers and, like, like leaves and, like, just nature, cool nature shit. Like, <laughs> a bird. Like, a bird. <laughs> Pine cones. <laughs> like, on the bed, and then when it vacuum seals, the person's decorated, and I love that. That's Anyways, beautiful. apparently, like, enhances the senses. Yeah, because you, like, it, it fucks with your, like what you can and can't hear, too. Oh, that's right. you're just, like, one big contact mic, kind of. Because you can kind of... It's just, like, one film covering you, enveloping you. So it's really cool. It seems really cool. Yeah, I... You have no desire to go in one? I No, I, I am interested now. I feel like I would get scared that I was going to die, but... So uh, I remember when I watched the video, the signal to get out of the vacuum bed... Is this <laughs> scream <laughs> where you move your tongue around? <laughs> yeah, that, that's not enough of a signal. I just shriek. That's all you get. <laughs> um, do you have any questions that you want to ask? Is it really that hard to find all the materials for a vacuum bed? Can't you just order it online? I know they're pricey, but yeah. I feel like if you have a dungeon, like I'm trying to remember what we because we, we tried doing it and we were missing like something. Because it's, like, the bed, and then you have to get, like, the the skeleton for it, basically, so that it actually, like, has a rectangular shape. Right. And we were missing something. We were missing, like, clamps or something. But So it just, like, yeah. <laughs> Not clamps in, like, the, that sense. It's, like, clamp it shut so it stays sealed. I don't remember what it was, though. Nice. <laughs> Emily's face right now. 
I love all of this. <laughs> I if somebody asked me like what the favorite like what my favorite part of this interview was, I I don't know what I'd say. Like <laughs> LaCroix. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not ah. <laughs> Well, yeah, Zero, thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today. Absolutely. This has definitely been one of my favorite episodes to do. I can tell by your face right now that it's absolutely <laughs> your favorite episode you've ever done. So, uh, I love this job. Like, <laughs> it's, not really, it's not really a job. It's mostly just me tagging along with Shelby, making some good jokes. But, oh, my God, this is the best gig ever <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at candy girl podcast or on twitter at candy girl pod send us an email please we love to hear from you candy girl podcast at alec.com and uh you'll hear from us again next friday Bye.